I've tried a variety of different podcasting outlets. And the one thing that's always bothered me is the fact that I have to pay a monthly fee to do something that I love to do. And that's talk to the audience. But with Anchor, they make it simple and make it easy for you to do a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, and the most important thing right out of the shoot, it's free. F-R-E-E. Free. Wow. You can't beat free in this day of age. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So if you're sitting there and you have a thought, you're on the couch, you're in the bathroom, you're at work, just whip out your phone, download the Anchor app on your phone, hit the record button, you can be done, edit, and bam, you're set. It'll go to, if you have a Spotify account, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. And you know what the cool thing is? Another thing, cool thing, I know there's so many cool things here. You can make money from your podcast. It doesn't matter how many people listen, you can make money. For your one-stop shop, go to Anchor right now. Download the free, yes, once again, you keep hearing this word, everyone. Free, F-R-E-E, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Why the Fight Club? Happy Wednesday, August the 19th, 2020. I promised Daryl Rivera was going to join me. Daryl Rivera will join me. He's having some technical difficulties. So Daryl will be joining me very, very quickly. Before we get into recapping NXT and this weird... And to me, very horrific day in the world of professional wrestling. We will get into all the particulars. We will get all the the familiar stuff away and we'll get right into it. And we'll talk about, first I want to thank everybody. Thank everybody for watching earlier today. The Renee Young reaction piece, reaction video. Where Renee Young smartly leaving WWE will be exiting WWE. That's not the only thing that happened today. Triple H had an NXT conference call to promote TakeOver 30 this coming Saturday night. Stupidly, (laughs) full He talked about the Velveteen Dream. He talked about Thunderdome. You would have thought he would have talked about the first thing we talked about. And we'll get into that in a few moments when Daryl joins us. Um, The Thunderdome, man. God. There's not one thing I hate more right now. I hate the Thunderdome. Sorry, not a fan. At all, I think it's pretty absurd. It's pretty ridiculous. But, what the hell do I know? Paying $450,000 to rent out a facility. And not really going to get anything out of it. Which is 
utterly ridiculous. But hey, for a company that says they are spending, they got to go fire everybody, including referees. But hey, we're going to go spend almost a half a million dollars for two months, create this infrastructure, which I have to admit is pretty damn cool. I will give that company that. They did something cool. But beyond that, very disappointed in the WWE. It's a horrible day for wrestling, and I'm I'm ashamed to be a wrestling fan. I'm ashamed to be a wrestling journalist. What we have seen today is uncalled for. Promoting a lot of things we shouldn't be promoting. But yet, we're going to sit here and we're going to promote pure and utter nonsense. I am joined by the sexiest man in the room. The one and only, my partner in crime on the Walkway to Fight Club podcast, Daryl Rivera. And how's the internet, my friend? Doing better? I haven't seen you in a minute. We haven't done a night podcast, and we've done a couple day ones lately. But um, you're drinking. I'm drinking coffee. What are you drinking? Wow, something I wasn't expecting you to say this evening. After what we've seen out of the main event, I think I think I want to go ram my head into the damn wall. I would have, if we were doing a podcast, I, want, I was going to ram my head through the wall and pound about 16 beers. You know what? I'm going gonna, gonna to let a cat out of the bag. You know what I had, and it was actually good? And I had it about a month ago when we went up to the, our lake house in Michigan. What? Oh, dude. White Claw was. <laughs> dude, if I knew that's all I had to do to get you out of the. To get you to leave. Damn, I should have said that a long time ago. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, man, she went to the grocery store with my mother in law. And I'm like, what is this? And she's like. So you heard a white call. I'm like, yeah, I'm like my butt, my na- the neighbors, my uh, kids, my uh, oldest plays with across the street. The wife drinks white call because she's really se- her stomach's really sensitive to beer. So she'll drink wine or she can drink that. And I'm like, how is it? And she's like, oh, it's, like, it's actually not bad. And I asked him and he was the husband. He's like, hey, it's actually pretty good. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, buy this and see how it is. We each had one. We got the, it was, I think it was Black Cherry. She hated it. And I thought it was pretty damn good. Not going to lie. And I could see the disappointment in you. And it is not the first nor the last time I am going to disappoint somebody. And that's it. Is, 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna... You know, I've been so good lately about swearing. You have only been on here for freaking three minutes. And I already dropped an F-bomb. No, you've been on here two minutes. How dare you? I was doing so good, I broke a vow to my son... Good because of you. He promised me that I would not. He, I made a promise to him. I just put him up the bed about. I saw him at gangs. I put my little guy up, and he was still up reading. And he's like, "You going to podcast, Daddy?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "No swearing." I'm like, "Okay." I was doing so good, and now I had I broke my promise to my four year old. It's your fault. Oh, it's too late. It's too late, man. See, I thought... I'm mad at you. Please, please humor me. What, what does it say? Before I blast you some more. Okay, while you're looking up the translation, for everyone that is watching, you can make sure you please subscribe to the channel. Just click the subscribe button, like the video, leave a question or comment. We're do I'm trying we're trying something different today. We're just exclusively live on YouTube. Want to try things out, but it will also be available on the audio version. It'll that will be up tomorrow morning. All you gotta do is be, you can download it, rate it, subscribe, review it. Please give five stars. It's greatly appreciated. We're getting a lot more uptick in the podcast. So please rate, review, subscribe. Give it five stars. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Getting a lot of play on Overcast, which I really didn't know was a thing. And all your favorite podcasting platforms. Right now I'm loving me some Overcast. I love Anchor too, but we're getting a lot of Overcast love. So it is greatly appreciated, and thank everyone so much. It really does mean a lot. We got a Renee Young reaction video. We got one me and Daryl did the other day about, um, God, I'm losing my whole train of thought here. What do we do? <laughs> I'm old. So you got to remind my old ass a little bit on what we, UFC, we did UFC 252 preview. We also did, um, I'm losing my total train of thought here. I did a UFC 252 results recap, results and reaction, and also did a, the Ultimate Warrior debuts in WCW. Man, I have been getting a crap ton of feedback. That has been a killer podcast. And I'm getting, oh my God, I've been getting a lot of feedback on that. Everyone is giving me feedback on that. Everyone... Good po downloaded podcast, and that is going to continue. Was going to do a Mike Tyson, because it was a 25-year anniversary today of Mike Tyson coming back to the ring after getting out of prison against Peter McNeely. But the problem was, no viable YouTube channel had a good video. And I'm not going to, and I don't want to do that to you guys. It was like, chop, like I was, look, and this is kind of like what we're looking for. Especially, it's, I know it's going to be harder for boxing. Looking for... Beginning, intro, just main event. Intro to the, the conclusion where we're getting the interviews. That one was rough. 
and couldn't find I was finding stuff in choppy pieces like it was kept getting broken off in pieces that does no good especially when we're doing it in a watch alongs but we will be having a special one and Daryl I will inform you of what that is when we're done but it's a pretty it's a pretty cool one and it's a pro wrestling one and it's pretty awesome and I came up on it the other day and I was talking to a buddy and he's like you have to and I was fans were I was getting emails from fans and they're like hey you gotta do this one and I'm like Oh crap! I didn't know it was the fifteen fifteen year anniversary for this. So I was like, okay, I'm like, we can. I'm like, we'll make sure our schedules sync up, and we will do that. But all that aside, absolutely. I do. Thank you. I was getting, dude. You know how to, you know how to, and the only reason, full discretion, and I, and I actually exchanged some texts with him because he watched, and he, and the other one listened. Conrad Thompson watched most of the video, and he's like, did you steal my idea? I'm like, you know what? The only reason I remember, and I told him, and it was full disclosure, like the only reason I did Remembered was because you put it on Twitter. I forgot it was a 22-year anniversary. Totally forgot about it. It's one of those things you try to block out of your mind. That was one of the things I tried to block out of my mind. And then, is I tagged Bischoff. Bischoff texted me. And he's like, he goes, man, he's like, that was really good. He's like, you, like, me and Conrad didn't even bother wasting our time in watching it. We just went and talked about it. I'm like... Like, I thought it was, like, a kind of a cool novel concept. See if it worked. I thought it went well. It video traction could have done better. But the audio version did very well. And that, and that to me, that's a, something, as long as something did important, it's a start. See what happens. But that's what we're going to be. And me and you have talked about this before. And now we're going to, it's actually going to happen. And I love it. I just chuckled. You know what? I know we're supposed to talk freaking NXT, but that shit can wait. But I, I always had this, always this preconceived notion of Eric Bischoff and, and it wasn't good. I kind of thought he was a jerk. Kind of thought he was an a-hole. I'm listening to the podcast. and I'm like, man, I hate you more because I wasn't just not fine. Cause you know, he, always criticizes Dave Meltzer. And don't get me wrong, Dave does deserve criticism. But I am always, and this is me, I don't like criticizing other journalists because I don't think it's right. This is a tough job. We're going to get stuff right, but we're going to get stuff wrong. But more often than not, Dave gets it right. More often than not, I get it right. We're going to get stuff wrong and it happens. Everybody, every journalist gets it wrong. I don't like when other journalists blast other journalists. To me, that's that's journalism 101. It's one of the things you don't do. Secondly, especially when I'm listening to a podcast that I enjoy, I'm not listening for you to bash Dave Meltzer. I'm listening because you're Eric freaking Bischoff. I want to hear what happened in WCW. I love it. So I'm like, I got asked to interview him. I begrudgingly did it. And I'm like, oh, man, I did it as a favor. What ended up happening was an hour of freaking beauty. I got a, 
my flash drive right now is on the fritz. And my hard, external hard drive is in the crapper. I found a place where I can get them both fixed at a reasonable rate. And my wife's pissed because my wedding video is still on that external hard drive. So I have to get it. Yeah, that's a totally. Yeah. Uh, I found a place that will be able to. Because, like, I put it into the USB and it doesn't work. But I can put other USBs into my drives and it works fine. So I know it's just something wrong with, like, the port. And I know the port and both of them can get fixed. I found a place by me that can get it done. And I know we're losing viewers. I don't give a crap. My podcast, I'm doing whatever the hell I want. You don't like it, don't listen. But no, but after that hour, hour plus, man, I gained a ton of respect for Eric Bischoff. stay because Dave called him on a lot of stuff. Stuff that ended up being true. But... No, it is. And then the second time I talked to him, I think I talked to him. He was coming to Chicago. He did. He did something here with Tony Schiavone. And I got reached out to by the same PR guy. No, it was something different. The first one was for Starcast. Um, and I did it. Talked for another hour. And it was about completely different stuff. And it was right before he signed with WWE. And I asked him. And he point blank gave me a flat no. Which I knew he was lying. Because I knew they were talking. <laughs> I get a message like 10 minutes after the interview ended. He tells the peer guy. And I still got a screenshot. I'll send it to you. He loved the interview. He's like, man. He's like, that was a fantastic interview. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, I thought that was cool. So like, he texted me. And he's like, hey. He's like. That was awesome. He's like, that was good. He's like, the fact you went that route. So we, I want to do those differently. We're going to do, we got some really cool ones coming up. I'm going to, I just did an outline of what we're going to, what I have in store for the rest of the month. So and I'll let you know that Daryl, when we get off, but NXT did unfortunately happen tonight. Before we get into all the absurdity, the lunacy and the nonsense of the main event, what did you think of the show? 
Karrion Cross, get it right. WWE is going to like get on me and be like, you need to say Karrion. Because that has happened. <laughs> it's happened. I, I'm not kidding. Oh, no. They, they're just like, they're just like. I love him. We've discussed it. I'm not, I, I can't do that again. Oh my god. Oh dude, I I creamed in my pants. It was fucking great. Sorry for sorry for the swearing again. YouTube's gonna get mad at me for swearing. We're not gonna get I'm not gonna get we're not, it won't get fully monetized. So I gotta watch my swearing. Sorry. Let's keep going though. We gotta watch no more potty mouths where you wash your mouth out with soap. That's what we do in the house. It's awesome. Lynn is, dude, Lynn is a cusser. It is terrible. She cusses like a sailor. I've been a gazillion times better since I became a dad. It's not as bad. It still it comes out, but I'm trying very hard. Go ahead. Chicken, chicken poo poo, chicken begins with an H in it, begins with an S and ends in a T, with a high, with a high in the middle. We'll get in, we'll get in, we'll get in the, we're going to do a, I will let you know, I will spill the cat out of the bag on this one. We will, at the end, you have to give predictions at the end for, for takeover. Because that's what we will be doing at the end of the podcast. Um, what else? What else did you think of the show? Or is that it? Got a lot of people coming in and out here. Thank you so much for everyone watching. Make sure you guys do subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe. Leave questions and comments and also like the video. I thought it was a really good show. I It was an and this is, this is every week I watch NXT. Anytime I watch Wednesday nights, it's such an easy watch. Such an easy watch. This was a nice, fun show to watch. 
until the main event, until the final five, seven, five, seven minutes of the show. Um, I agree with you about McAfee and Cole. I loved it. Pat McAfee was born. And you know, it, when you get the athlete celebrity interaction, it's so hit or miss. Some you're just, it's, you know, lately it's been pretty much a miss. But Pat McAfee has been fantastic, I think. He comes off as so snarky. Comes off as the cocky heel. He's got that swagger. And I like tonight. He came in strutting his stuff with his goons. AJ Hawk. God, I forget the cat's name. Something Butler from um his old teammate from the Colts. And there was another guy, they didn't say what his name was. But I just I, I loved it. <laughs> the promo was good. I loved what happened at the end. I thought that was well done with them. Um, I love, like you said, I love the package video with Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. I was already jazzed for that match. That match is going to be amazing. I'm very intrigued on what they're going to do for the finish. I think the finish, I think that's going to be the key. And we'll get into that later on, but... You got me pumped. You got me excited. I thought that was extremely well done. Matches were good. I can't think of a bad match on the show. Everything served a purpose. And that's what a go-home show should be. A go-home show should be getting you excited for the big event. And that is what this show did. Unlike Raw, which peaked one week early, I thought NXT did really well. Before, we're just going to get right into this because I'm pretty pissed off. I'm pretty upset this evening. We're going to start with this Joker. And I'm going to say Joker right off the bat. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this and that is perfectly fine by me. Yes, the absurd push of Velveteen Dream. If you watch the end of the show... And I hate, I even hate spitting this out of my mouth. This is how, like, detested I am that this finish happened. Velveteen Dream pinned Finn Balor. I was trying to go into this match happy. I was trying to go into this match thinking, okay, Balor is going to squash this Joker like a bug. Unfortunately, we did not see that this evening. And I know people are going to say, oh, you're a journalist. You're a reporter. You're supposed to be objective. But you know what? I am not going to be objective here. Because this is utterly ridiculous. You got a guy. Plain and simple. You can agree. You can disagree. This guy's a pedophile. Plain and simple. The WWE can spin this nonsense any way they want. And they're going to. Because it's the WWE. Triple H had the audacity to say we did a thorough investigation. Which they did not because another accuser has come out. An accuser came out and said they never contacted me. John Fuller, the same who from the jump said something. Hey, this happened. There's audio. There's video. There's messages. How in the hell do you clear this guy? 
I watched him come to the ring tonight, Daryl, and I wanted to spit at my television. I wanted to spit. I wanted to call him a, he's a vile son of a bitch. And the fact WWE paraded this schmuck in front of my TV, your TV, and all the good fans of pro wrestling. I am ashamed to cover pro wrestling. I am ashamed of the fact that I had to waste 20 minutes of my time. Every time he did anything, I just wanted to spit at him. This guy's an asshole. And the fact that Triple H, a father of daughters, it's not like this guy doesn't have any children. He's got girls. Young girls. And he condoned, and, oh, yeah, you know, the, the investigation, you know, he was out because he was in an auto accident. B.S. I know plenty of people in that company that were ticked off. They did not fire him. I know plenty of people in that company. Talent on NXT. Management. Agents. Producers. Ticked off. They did not get rid of this guy. This guy is nothing special. He's not. Patrick Clark is nothing special. He is not going to turn this company around. He is not going to turn NXT around. And even if he could, you still fire his sorry ass. And you let him rot. In obscurity. As I've talked to people in AEW, they've said if he gets fired, they're not picking him up. I don't know about Impact or Ring of Honor or anywhere else. You know, I got two kids. I got a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And seeing that guy made me want to punch him in the face. Spit on him and keep kicking him. Not to death, no. But I want him to suffer for what he did to the, for everything with these children. And yet, this company is going to parade him on television, promote his match, and then even worse, you give him a win? Over one of your best acts in all of WWE? If I was Finn Balor, I'd have been like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing it. Put someone else in there. I don't get there. And I'm, you know, and I'm not even going to apologize. And I know people are going to say I should apologize. I'm not going to. I am ashamed to be a report pro wrestler. I'm ashamed to cover this great sport. Yes, pro wrestling is a sport. It is. I don't care what people say. It is. What these guys and girls do. Risking life and limb, I have a ton of respect for. I really do. What I do not have respect for is for Patrick Clark to still be in front of my television. 
And for WWE today, specifically Paul Levesque, to go and try to promote this guy and defend it. I hope he has to look himself in the mirror and I hope he wipes the disgust and the shame off of his face. Because how can one look at their children after being on that call? Because he's at home. He's not in Florida. He's right now at home. He won't be in Florida probably till Friday or Saturday. You got to look in the mirror. How do you do that after saying that, getting off the call, and then you got to look at your three daughters and knowing you kept someone like that or defending that. I don't care what the spin is. You defended that guy. I would have fired his happy ass. And wouldn't have thought twice about it. I'm sorry. They cannot. If anyone's going to defend this guy. Please unsubscribe. To the YouTube channel. Please Get off and do not watch this video. Unfollow me on Facebook. Unfollow the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. Unfollow and like us on Twitter and Instagram. Don't ever listen to a podcast or a video or watch it ever again. I don't want to be associated with that crap. Of defending someone like that. I am so mad. And I've never gotten like that. It's horrible. Now, I would. I don't think expl- I don't think explosion exists anymore. So keep going though. I just wanted to jump. I I just wanted to jump in real quick. Explosion doesn't exist anymore.
that makes it worse. And now you, I want just a quick correction, and then keep going if you have more. John Fuller was one of the accused. He, but he was not reached out to by WWE. I just want to make that clarification. I just wanted to correct you, just because I said it earlier. I just want to make sure we stay consistent in that. Keep on going, my friend. I said it. It's okay. Now, if you want to have him out and job, I'm fine with that. No, but if you, but if, but if, that's true. That's true. No, you're right. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, if I say any more, I'm gonna regret what I'm gonna say, and I'm. I think there is enough of that scumbag. Um, let's get on with thirty. Let's get on with some positives of the show. Let me open up my notes here, give me, and I do apologize for this. For everyone bouncing in and out, thank you so much. Please subscribe to the. If you're since we're we're all we're exclusively live on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a question or comment, and we will get to it at the end of the podcast. If you leave a question or comment afterwards, we will it will get answered when we'll get answered when we see when it is seen. Um, here is and I thought a very good I thought a pretty good show. Um, let me get my notes. There we go. The show began with a match. I wasn't sure if it would be any good. Johnny Gargano and Ridge Holland. And the second man, second chance match to be in the North American title about the five-person ladder match this coming Saturday. Like you astutely said, the 30th ever NXT TakeOver. So I, and I think that's a pretty cool achievement. So I think major kudos to NXT for that. Um... I thought a real, I thought a pretty good match. I hadn't seen much of Holland. It's easy being in there with Gargano. It really is, and but a scary spot. And it was it had come out earlier in the week, right after this match was filmed last week. It's the power slam. Holland landed on it, and Gargano landed on his head, and that was rough. And from the Fightful Select reported that the match was stopped. And they were checking on Gargano. It was several minutes. And then, and were we, I thought a great job. And it's the one thing WWE does very well is the their post-production. And I thought that was really well done. They caught, they edited out a lot of the stuff and just to, like, the final part and then when Gargano got up. But you could tell Gargano wasn't the same after after that. And and we'll get into my th- the thoughts on if the match should continue because I'm very, I was very, I wasn't torn on that and it didn't last. I was torn on it when I first heard about it. But then after watching, it's pretty clear what they should have done. Um, 
I thought the ending was very solid. Where Holland still looks strong. Holland brought Gargano into the ring. Canis Larry grabbed his leg. Gargano low blowed him for the one final beat to advance. Holland doesn't lose much. Right call. Gargano should go into the ladder match. You need big names in the match. And Johnny Gargano is the... You think of NXT. Johnny Gargano is one of the first two, three names that you do think of. Um, but I'm not a fan of the match continuing. I know you have plans and crap like that. But you know what? You have to promote safety. They didn't promote safety in this situation. And I would have just gone to a... You go to a no contest. You go... You say Gargano can longer continue and you give Holland the wind. It's okay. You could have... Okay, yeah, no, you lose. Yeah, you lose a big. You lose the biggest cog in the wheel because I think Gargano is going to be the cog to the wheel on Saturday. But I would have gone that way. But that is me. But who am I? But match was good. I thought the match was solid. wasn't great. wasn't spectacular. But I thought it was just a nice, solid match. The best I've seen of Holland. Just not the right finish. But I'm not fond of that match continuing. I would have. You call an audible at that point, and I mean, there's no, and he didn't, from what I know, he does not have a concussion, because people have asked, I'm like, I think he's got, from what I've been told, he got his bell rung, I've asked concussion, and I've gotten no answer, they're usually pretty not descriptive of there's a concussion, I was just told he got his bell rung, so I don't know if he suffered a concussion, he still didn't look good after the match, though. So. No, absolutely. No, I remember that, yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
Up next was Dakota Kai in a squash over Jesse Kamiya. Nothing really to it. It was just a, just to get Kai a good, nice, good squash, solid win going into takeover against Io Shirai. I liked it, GTK. as a fancy finisher. The last year she has been, man, I've been loving me some Dakota Kai. I thought looked really good there in, in that match. Cut a promo. Talk about how she's going to win the title on Sunday from Shirai. Shirai came out. Shirai was getting the better of her throughout in the ring. Throughout in the ring. Threw out of the ring and going towards the back. And God, Raquel Gonzalez threw one hell of a freaking front kick. Oh my God, it was a thing of it was a thing of beauty. Good Lord, I felt that in my chest. God, carried her into the ring, tossed her into the ring. Kai's jaw jacking her. Shirai gets back, slaps her. Gonzalez comes back, attacks her from behind, choke slam, and well done. Establish that if Kai's going to get into trouble, Gonzalez is going to be right there. That's going to be a good match on Sunday. I'm thinking Sunday. God, because I'm dreading SummerSlam. So I'm not looking forward to Sunday. But uh, but good, but a good match. I'm actually looking forward to that. It's one of the only things I'm looking forward to on SummerSlam. Uh, no, but well done. Well done segment. Uh, up next, Legado de Fantasma defeated Brizongo and Isaiah Scott Swerve. I love me some Swerve Scott, man. God, I love him. Give him some Shane Strickland in my I need. I need more of Shane Strickland in my life. I thought a good match. A lot of... I was like contestant on the outside, a lot of high spots. Really was really didn't resemble a tag match. <laughs> it was more just pure unadulterated chaos, which I am always a big fan of. It reminded me maybe this is a horrible analogy, but when the the buck the young bucks faced uh Grayson and Uno. I thought it reminded me of that, just like it was mainly on the outside. It really wasn't much to it. But I thought the end of this match was really good. When Scott Scott was on the he was he got the heat back, but then he hit he hit Bree, knocked Breeze off the ropes. He's getting beat. Then he makes his comeback. But he's not the legal man in the ring. Like Otto Day Fantasma pummels his ass. Breeze finally gets in the ring and Tyler Breeze does the job. Good one for Legado de Fantasma, but God, I want to see Santos Escobar and some Swerve Scott. I need that in my life. I think they're booked pretty well. You don't think so? Absolutely. I don't have Netflix. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, beat your ass. Love it. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just being biased because I'm a fan of Fandango. I love I love you hear me. I love I love Fandango, but no. After the match they announced on the pre-show on Saturday at 6:30 Eastern, it will be a number one contenders match for the tag team titles: Legato Don Fantasma against Brizango and Oni Lorkin and Daniel Birch. So I am so I am looking for they'll be on the pre-show number one contenders. God, I need to see me. God, I love Santos Escobar, man. Santos Escobar is a star, man. He just carries himself. It's like he is the bomb. I can't say what I want to say, but man, he looks good. He just carries himself like a mega star. Hopefully, he stays. Hopefully, he stays on them at NXT. I don't need. I don't need uh, WWE touching him. <laughs> Just they ruined poor Andrade. Uh, that's a whole other conversation for... Maybe we can talk about that on... We'll see what happens on Sunday. Uh, Pat, they show Pat McAfee walking in with AJ Hawking. God, I forget the other cat's name. If you can find that, that would be... I forget the guy's name. Something Butler. I forget his name. Darius Butler. That's who it was. Um, Undisputed Era. They go to commercial. Undisputed Era comes out. All oh, for... I, God, I love Adam Cole. He's just... Phenomenal. Um, tell wants McAfee to come out. McAfee comes out with his guys, and I don't know who the other guy was. There was four guys. I only knew three. I didn't know who the fourth guy was. They never even mentioned. And by the way, it is nice to hear Vic Joseph's voice instead of Tom Phillips. I do not need to hear Tom Phillips twice a week. I don't even need to hear Tom Phillips once a week. But thank God they gave Vic. Vic Joseph should be doing raw. If you're going to put anything, put Tom Phillips at NXT. Because hearing Tom, hearing Tom Phillips for three hours, I need to, I need a ton of, I need a lot of tequila to get through Tom Phillips. Okay. Oh, I, thank God for Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe gets me through Raw. For me not muting it, having to mute it. But, at least you're telling the truth. <laughs> At least you're telling the truth. Um, Back if he cuts a great promo. He's talking about what it t- took to get here. He punted Adam Cole. You know, he, he gave Adam Cole's props. Longest reigning NXT champion. He says he's one of the best in the business. He's wrestled all around the world. But that's where I love it right here. He's like... I only need two weeks to train to kick your ass at TakeOver. It's like, boom. Loved it. And then I love that Cole goes at him. And then the security guys come. I, and I always love, I get a kick out of that all the time when the security guys come. I'm like, I'm thinking, all right, they're going to end it there. I'm like, I would have been cool with that. 
But then it got better. Because then we've seen some super kicks from Adam Cole. We've seen a V-trigger. I hate when they don't just call it the V-trigger. Come on. Everyone steals the move from Kenny Omega. Just, I think Moro did it one week, and I think Moro probably got a talking to and said, please don't call it the V-trigger, please. Because he doesn't call it the V-trigger anymore. Um, Colt gets in McAfee's face and tells him, I take over, I'm going to make you my bitch. Gets right in his face. I like he got, got right in his... I know. But, but that's what he said. Got right in his face. And I was feeling it there, like he said. Like you said at the beginning, that you're feeling it. Oh, I'm all in. I'm all in on Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. You can sign me the heck up. Just for that, even if Keith Lee and Karrion Cross was not on this show. You had me all in, no pun intended, for this match. ESPN's giving it love, and I imagine we're going to get the big media push here until Saturday. But a job well done by... We lost Daryl. Daryl went incognito. But, no, a job well done by Adam Cole and a great job by Pat McAfee. Hopefully we get Daryl back. Um, seems like he's still having internet issues. But we'll, we're going to... You know what? I'm a pro. I'm going to pile on through here. As I lost my notes... And I hear my form, my 14 month old, you're supposed to be sleeping, buddy. Um, Aliyah and Mercedes Martinez against Rhea Ripley and Shotzi Blackheart. I'm not going to lie here, guys. Because this is the honest tree. Hey, he's back. I did not watch this match. I was getting my children to bed. And all I seen is that I like to, I'm not a fan of Rhea Ripley getting her hair blonde. Not a fan. Not digging it. Good to see Shotzi have her gear back. Who won the match? I don't think. Poor Robert Stone. Dude, I love me. And I know Robert Stone's a knock, mocking Tony Khan. I get it. But come on, man. You got to give these cats a win once in a while. You got to give my man, Rob. I love me, Robert Stone. He's funny. Totally looks like Tony Khan, too. I have to. It's a total ringer for Tony Khan. Anyone that says it's not, you're just lying to yourself. Then what we were talking about earlier, an awesome, awesome promo package to preview the main event of NXT TakeOver 30 between Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. That match is going to be bonkers. Oh my god! I got I got goosebumps. I got. F- it's gonna be great. No. We'll get into that, and I get we will gloss over this main event, Finn Balor and um, Velveteen Dream. Oh, I have to do anything. So tell my wife, I don't have to do anything. I'm choosing. <laughs> choosing. I choose to be more busy. That's why I do. <laughs> but um, I didn't think the match was bad. The ma- and As much as I hate the Velveteen Dream being on my TV, 
he's not bad as a heel. I think he's actually better as a heel. Not the world's biggest fan of him being a babyface, but I thought, I thought job well done here. Like the match was going pretty good, and then they come back from Cameron Grimes comes out. I like the Cameron Grimes is a smart, snarky guy. On top of the ladder, with the belt, I was like, "Oh, this is." I'm like, "All right, Cameron Grimes, I, I can use you in, I can use you in my life." Um, Balor goes for the coup de gras, gets distracted by, by Grimes. I thought a great suplex spot there by Velveteen Dream. I thought that 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 was nice and fluid. I thought a really good spot there. Gargano come, Johnny Gargano comes out and knocks Grimes off the ladder. Grimes gets into the ring, gets his butt handed to him by Dream and Balor. Bronson Reed comes out, gets right behind because Gargano's like, eh, I'm awesome, blah, blah, blah. Which I, heel Gargano is amazing. <laughs> Bronson Reed, get, who I'm impressed by, very impressed by Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed gets him into the ring. And here comes my man. God, I'm glad he's getting a push. Damien, you don't seem like you're a fan of Damien Priest. I'm ashamed of you. Okay, awesome. Um, Reed and Priest stare each other down. Balor's on the outside, and here comes... This is where it all went. It was already going downhill. It fell off the cliff. Why, Timothy Thatcher, why? Came, into the, came out, attacked Balor, threw him into the ring. Dream hit to Dream Valley Driver. Elbow off the top for the pin. And he advances to the North American title match. Where it will be Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes. The winner of the five-person ladder match will be the NXT champion. Then they all beat each other up. A big schmoz afterwards. Um... Everyone hit their moves. Cameron Grimes walks out on top. I got that right. Cameron Grimes walked out on top, right? I thought I hated my nose. Okay. I wanted to make sure my notes are right. I'm looking. A horror. Brown Center. Um, a good match ruined by an abs- a god-awful finish. They could have gone with any other. I would have been okay if you went no contest. I still would have been ticked off. But I wouldn't have been as mad. But I just think a really, a very bad finish. We'll start with that match. Go ahead. No, no, no. You could have done Balor and Thatcher next on NXT. I don't need... To see a pedophile in front of my television. The finish was horrible. I don't need it. You could have. Thatcher could have attacked him by a takeover. It's a, it, they, there's your out. Um, but that five-way, even though one participant shouldn't be in it, is taking place on Sunday. On Sunday again. Sad. I wish it was taking place on Sunday. Um, I like the fact that. You got a lot of young guys, a lot of unknowns, you know, but you got established names in Dream and Gargano. I think the match is going to be very good. I think it's going to be, I think it's got a chance to be great because Grimes is really good. 
are really getting really getting behind Bronson Reed, but I am very, very impressed by Damian Priest. He's just coming off the former punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor. Coming off very well. I he's got carries himself like a star. He looks like a star. I think it makes it be good. I'm going with Damian Priest. And Damian Priest will walk out the North American champion. Better stop now. <laughs> yes, I know he's Puerto Rican. I wouldn't. Dijakovic, get it right. Come on, come on. You're a broadcast. You're you're a broadcast. You're you're a broadcast journalist. Get names right. Get your names right, or I am gonna or I'm gonna Paul Heyman you. I'm gonna I'm gonna Paul Heyman you. You don't want to be Paul Heyman. You do not want to be replaced by Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I love Bruce. I'm just giving. It's for another podcast. We'll save that. We'll save that for Sunday. I'm liking where you're going. I like where you're going. All right, let's let me keep going here. Give me one. Can I do apologize? I just wanted to make sure I hit the line up. Okay. All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the pre-show match. Um. Yes, the triple threat number one contenders tag team match. Um, Legado de Fantasma, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde against Brizongo, Oni Lorcan, and Daniel Birch. I will go agree with you. I will go with Legado de Fantasma. Those guys are fantastic. NXT women's title match, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai. This match. Io Shirai is, there is no possibly. She is the best women's wrestler in the world. And not even close. All the Charlotte Flair fans. Sorry to all the Sasha Banks fans. As much as I'm loving me some Sasha. And I'm loving me some, hey, want some Bailey. I'm all all about us, and I love me. I love Asuka, but it is all about Io Shirai. Dakota Kai has come into her own in the last year, ever since she heel turned on Tegan Knox at NXT Takeover in Chicago, where I was at, and it was awesome. But I love what Dakota Kai is doing. Really, some of her best work. I'm gonna repub that Dakota Kai podcast that video. That is on the Walkway to Fight Club YouTube channel. Watch that 
Shiz Nid, everybody. It's on his art and it is on our YouTube channel. It I think it's on I don't think it's on the podcast channel. I will have to check that. I like that. But all that aside, it sh- I think this is going to be a very good match. Breakout another breakout moment here for Dakota Kai. I like the Raquel Gonzalez factor. But I think you have to keep the title on Shirai at this point. I do not take it off of her right now. If this was a couple months down the line, I'd say, you know what? Okay, title change. I still think it's too early. I go with Io Shirai. listening to me too <laughs> please don't do that um let's get into the coming of <laughs> that is true man poor kid poor child <laughs> the co-main event of the show adam cole against pat mcafee i am loving and we've talked we love we talked about we love everything they've been here has been spot on i wish they would done it a few weeks earlier I understand what they were trying to do with the unification stuff and everything. So I get where they were going. Um, this wish I had about another week or two of build. And I could have... it, But I... What they've done in a short amount of time, I think, has been... The build has been very good. You got a guy that's never... He's only had one match. Against a guy who is one of the best wrestlers in the world. You go based off of that, this match should be pretty good. We're going to find out how great Adam Cole is. We already know when he's in the ring with guys like Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Finn Balor. We know against guys like that, we know how good he is. Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins. We know that based off that. We're really going to find out. We really are. And I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. I really do. Pat McAfee, is not, this is not like Pat McAfee's like 43, 44. Pat McAfee's 33 years old. He retired young from the NFL with everything intact. I think this is going to be very good. I really, I maybe I got maybe way too high expectations for this. But I think, I think Daryl, this is going to be And the program continues. If they do that, I'm okay with that. I would. Actually, wait. I'm going to backtrack. And I don't do that often. Depends on how they do the finish. If you do a shit finish. God, I did it again. I swore. If they do it again. We should get get sponsored by a cookie jar company. Um... I don't know where the heck I was going. Yes. If the finish has to be done right, though, if they're going to do a sh- some type of schmoz finish, it's got to be done right. 
to make a fan, the fans want to see your return. So, if you do it right, you can run this until November for the Survivor Series takeover. You can, or no, they're, they're doing a takeover October fourth. If my mind is, if I got my Saturdays done correctly. Wait, no, I do not have. October 3rd. I take that back. Um, So we'll see. I'm not convinced, but because it is WWE, but more often than not for takeovers, they usually, in, in NXT in general, they do a good job. More often than not with their finishes. And then the main event, the NXT heavyweight title, Keith Lee defends against Karrion Cross. The build has been out of this universe. They've made Karrion Cross look like a freaking mega star. They make him look like he is the guy. But they have also done the same with Keith Lee. Both guys have an aura about him. Keith Lee has been on a hell of a run for the last year. Keith, there's been no one bigger. No pun intended than Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. The gimmick is phenomenal. The entrance is amazing. Scarlet is dead sexy. Woo! I love me some Scarlet Boudreaux. Mmm. Me and Blondes, man. Woo! Me and Ric Flair have a, don't have much in common, but we love me. We love the blonde women. Woo! I had to get. I've always wanted to do that. I've never done it. Too bad I can't. Too bad I can't strut on there. Um, but no, they've built, they've, God, this match, it's a, and Triple H set it on the call today. We will have the audio for that up tomorrow. I just, it's been a hectic day, and I just didn't put the audio up, so my sincere apologies. But it will be up tomorrow morning. Um, this is everything of a big fight feel. It really does. I, it can go either way. I, if a lot's gonna be, you're gonna know which way. The, I think you're gonna know which way this match is going to go, depending on what happens in the co-main event. If you do a DQ finish in the in the co-main, you can't do a DQ finish here. I would do a non-finish here. You can go with contest. You can do a DQ. I would be if there. And I'm not a big advocate of schmas TQs and countouts and stuff like that. But I want to see more of this. Both guys, neither one of these guys at this point should be taking a loss. Keith Lee just won the title. Cross is over as hell. This program can have some legs. These guys have worked together before. The matches have been very good. I'm not saying this is going to be long. 10 to 15. I wouldn't go no more than 15 minutes for this match. It shouldn't go no more than that. We don't need to see a 20, 25, 30 minutes. I know that's what we usually see from NXT TakeOver main events. This one here needs to go about 15 max. That's after the entrances. 15 minutes of in-ring work. So you're talking probably 20. 20, 22. I'm okay in that range. You go beyond that. I'm out. Because I don't think it's going to be very good. But you keep it in that range. I think you get a, a, a match very worthy of being an NXT TakeOver main event. And hopefully you... I think I think we get a non-finish. Because I think that's the smartest move. 
Absolutely. I agree. Maybe they go. Maybe maybe they go that way. You got two. You got two. You got three. At minimum, at minimum, you got three more takeovers until Mania. At minimum, they may throw another one in there, maybe in March, maybe sometime in February, because they did that this year. They did that show in Portland, which was really good. We had Keith, we had Lee, Dijakovic, and then, I forget who, I think it was, God, who did Adam Cole face? But the, the, the remember Cole made a title defense, and the match was really good. Yeah, Cole and Ciampa, which was really good. But, now I agree, I'm, we're going to learn a lot from the Coleman, and we're going to learn a lot of where their direction is. Maybe they just go right to carrying cross. And Keith Lee goes in the main roster. That could be the chosen destination. I don't know. I don't know anything. I, I, I haven't asked. I don't really want to know. That's what, This is a situation where I just don't want to know. I want to enjoy it. Be surprised. And see what ends up happening. But I'm going with a non-finish. Alright. And we will... Go ahead. We don't agree on not man. We're like the bitter husband and wife, but we we agree on we agreed on everything in these preview predictions. This is some shenanigans. Oh, here we go. God, oh, here we go. I was kicking myself. GT every every blind and I'll say this every blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while you happen to you happen to find you happen to find your nut for the evening you got one big nut for the evening I'm watching that Marlon verify and because I was supposed to cover the Cecilia Brakus Jessica McCaskill fight on the zone and the zone made a power not a power play they made they reached out and they're like hey can we do Let's have you do UFC. And I'm like, thinking, and I'm like, and I know why, and I'll tell you why off air. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, that's cool. I'm a, I'm a team player. I'm down for the cause. And because they're paying for the pay-per-view. <laughs> so I was like, sure. And I'm watching, the, and we both agreed on the Rosenstrike fight. I, we both knew that was what was going to happen there. But that Marlon verified, I'm like, and I looked at the final odds. He closed at plus 210, and I'm like, I wanted to text you to it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see what happens. Oh, my God. That was a fluke win. I'm sorry. That was, it was nothing Marlon Vera did. He had to throw the blows that caused Herb Dean that made – I'll give him credit for that. He threw – a win is a win. But when they, when they rematch, the result's going to be totally different. On that note, we will end with that. Daryl, where can the fans find you on social media? 
I did, jeez. Love it. <laughs> it goes to the... It's connected to the Facebook. Which I didn't even know. I'm like... Which, whatever, man. I'm cool with it. I'm like... Okay. You're going to give me... You're going to give... No. And I was like... Okay, if you're going to want a sub from me, you – I don't think we got the sub yet. I'm going to actually take it off when we're done. Um, we'll see, I'll check it, though, later. Um, you can find me on Twitter at smealhausenjr. You can find me on Instagram, which I got to change the Instagram, at smealhausenmma. You can – since we're live on YouTube, you can make sure you guys like the video and please subscribe to the channel. A lot of cool stuff coming up through the pipeline and already a lot of cool stuff – in the books, we already got Chris Jericho's in there. Dakota Kai is in there. A Paige Van Zant reaction video of her going to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. It's done. It's done very well. Steepy Mio, the UFC 252 results and reaction. Like I said, Chris Jericho, Dakota Kai, who was challenging Io Shirai this weekend for the NXT Women's Championship. Also, there's Dana White, CM Punk on this day with. Yeah, on the, thank you, sir. On this day with the one and only the Ultimate Warrior making his debut in World Championship Wrestling, and a whole lot more. Bill Goldberg, Anthony Joshua. There's a ton, and I mean a ton of great content in there. There's gonna be an interview up with Matt Cardona once I get my flash drive things, which I'm hoping will be next week. Luckily, AEW was. Very nice and accommodating and understood after I promised it was going to be up last week. And I've been having a very difficult time with my flash drive and my external, but it will be getting fixed. We will have this, the audio, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the walkway to fight club. Please like the Facebook page and follow as well. Find, find the podcast on, we have a Twitter at walkway fight. Also, this will also be available on the audio version. We're available on all your podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, Overcast, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Screw Stitcher. I don't know where the hate's at from Stitcher. I, I, I gave up, man. I am not even going to bother trying with them people because they are absolutely ridiculous. And they don't want to – you don't want to give the love – I look at it this way. If you're not going to show me the proper respect, why am I going to make the effort to give you any love and attention? Not going to flipping happen. That is how I work. That's to me how life should work. But what the heck do I know? Um, but we will have another on this day that will be up the audio, and I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do this. I don't want to make no promises yet. But I can guarantee the audio for the on this day that will be filmed tomorrow night will be up on Friday morning. I'm gonna also going to cut this up from what we did for the predictions piece. And I also put this, the predictions up solely on the YouTube page as well. I will do that very early tomorrow morning. 
is you will learn, Daryl, with children, you end up getting up early and you end up having a ton of time. So that will be done as well. A lot of on this day stuff coming up, a lot of good interviews coming up. For Daryl Rivera, for Steven Milhausen, we will see you guys 